Hey, 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 welcome. Tonight on Love Island in 1798, a re has led Napoleon now being with Pauline Fourez, while Gino has been eliminated and sent back to France. Now Napoleon's head being turned once again, but our heads are turned to Pauline, who will start grafting and have chats with the upper echelons of the French military in Egypt. All this and more tonight on Love Island 1798. I am so turned on. I love it. I feel like I sound way too much like like a high school history teacher trying to keep cool <laughs> and hip with like the rough kids in the class. Completely. That was so don't, awful. Call, don't call me Mr. Ridley. Call me Dan. <laughs> <laughs> that was so off the cuff, Dan. Well done. Thanks. I feel like I don't need to say the fact now. That's That was the fact. It was so loud I didn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Dan said to me before this, he said, you're going to hate me after this <laughs> podcast and I can see why. <laughs> Once again, I mean, we didn't introduce it last time. This is the Tell Me More podcast where I come to Matt with a fact which he doesn't know about and he has to decide whether or not it goes down the Tell Me More shitter or in the Tell Me More memory box. And we want it to go down into the memory box, but sometimes it just happens to float down the old shitter reservoir, doesn't it, Daniel? It does. <laughs> now, I won't repeat the fact again, but... Pingu. No. Oh. <laughs> I just want to talk about Pingu, Dan. <laughs> I'm fucking riveted from that last one. We're going down this one. We're going down a um, Napoleon love triangle this time. Oh, was someone getting their head chopped off? Is that what you said? No, they got sent back to France. They got dumped from the island. Oh, dumped from the island. Dumped from the island and sent back to France. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Well, oh, this sounds very interesting. I love history. Now, what, what's the what's the fact? Can you tell me again? Tonight! No! <laughs> that don't actually have an official fact written down. That intro was my fact. Oh, brilliant. Well, Dan, tell me more. If you're lost like me, ladies and gentlemen, don't worry. So are we. <laughs> I got it all written down. Oh, oh, God. Thank God. From the south of France, Pauline Fourez was the daughter of a clockmaker. Oh. She met Jean-Noël Fourez, a cavalry man, um, when he was on sick leave fighting in the Pyrenees. <gasps> Which is funny, because when I was at my last job, um, always standing up, I had to take some sick leave because I have a dodgy Pyrenees. <laughs> <laughs> Play on words, light comedy. It was actually just the one that. Oh uh, well, God, the one Pyrenees. Now, Pauline was a stunner. Oh God, <laughs> I can just picture her now. She was she was blonde. Oh, and she was slim, <gasps> or as the French would say, petite. Oh, le petit mort. That in French is the little death, which is orgasm, which is. Both words to describe this episode so far. <laughs> the little death. And I am filled to the brim with cum right now. 
So yeah, she was slim, she was blonde, and soon enough, her and Jean Noel got married. During their honeymoon, Jean Noel was called to duty. Wait, what was his name? Jean Noel. Oh, there we go. Um, was called to duty in Egypt. Mm. Pauline was fuming, and ended up coming along with him, so they could still spend with time to, with them. Um, Jean Noel. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they could still spend time together. Yeah. Wives and mistresses weren't allowed to come along, so she wore a chasseur uniform. Oh, um, and what's that? That's kind of like a um, drag, like a like a bugle boy. Oh, uh, oh yeah, she dressed up as a man. Oh, brilliant! Um, and snuck on. From what I could see, she wasn't the only person, only wife or partner that was dressed up as a man to sneak on board. Oh, right. To the point, I think it was almost like you know, in the life of Brian. Yeah. When uh, the stoning scene, when <laughs> this is all women in beards. <laughs> A brand new bombshell has joined the expedition. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is Napoleon. Oh, uh, that's the Russian one. Wait. Is that French? Yeah. I, I always thought the French was... One day more. <laughs> another day, another destiny. This never-ending road to Calvary. These men don't even know about that. So, this all started when Napoleon left France to begin a con. Begin a con. This all started. A conquer competition. <laughs> he was whacking conquers left, right, and centre. This all started when Napoleon. <laughs> conquers. <laughs> Strikes again. <laughs> this all started when Napoleon left France to begin a conquest of Egypt. He left behind a wife which he loved a lot and did want to bring her. But she didn't want to go. <gasps> when he tried sailing her from Paris to Toulon. To what? Toulon. Toulon. Which is in um, the French Riviera. Oh. Um, she just cried the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> All the way. You know when you do that thing where you're like, ah! <laughs> Fast boat. Yeah. <laughs> Going around in circles. From- so um, in Toulon, he left her behind. What? He was. She didn't want to go. He was. She was crying the whole time. I was like, All right, fine then. He left her in Toulon. Yeah, Toulon. If you ask me, <laughs> long time coming. <laughs> Toulon time coming. And this is the same expedition that um, Jean Noël and Pauline are on. Yes. For fifty-four days to Egypt, Pauline remained undetected. Once there, she popped her dress back on, and um, everyone was like, "Hang on." <laughs> What's all this You're a woman. Uh, I, I, what's going on? Uh, 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 Frank? <laughs> Frank. <laughs> no, no, he's actually just paying the money. History. She got tons of attention from the officers in the expedition, causing jealousy from Jean Noël. <laughs> Nobody was interested, though. Because <laughs> she was an absolute <laughs> pig. <laughs> Nobody was as interested... <laughs> <laughs> as conquer world champion Napoleon. Hey, <laughs> I'm giving him the adjectives. <laughs> Nobody was as interested, though, as lovesick Napoleon. Love conquer champion of the world. <laughs> <laughs> that Napoleon and his conquers. <laughs> lovesick conquers. Napoleon the conqueror. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> this was more so due to the fact that Cairo was very different to what the French had originally thought women wise (laughs) 
Um, Egyptian woman. Wait, so he was lovesick? Yeah, and more lovesick due to the fact that in Cairo, um, it was very different to what French people had originally thought women-wise. So the Egyptian women were a lot different than what the French had thought when they were coming over to conquest Egypt. What was different about them? Well, the Egyptian women mostly wore a religious... Weren't French for (laughs) 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 They wore religious garments that only showed their eyes. The only ones that weren't covered up were dancers, like belly dancers and things like that. Nice. um, Which the French thought were beneath them and not worth the time of day. Oh, okay. Which is a weirdly moralistic for soldiers coming over to conquest a country and going, oh yeah, we're here for your pyramids and your women. Oh, not them. Not them! (laughs) (laughs) Yucky! Fuck off! My God. Get your conkers out, ladies. Get your conkers out, ladies. (laughs) Let's have a fight. (laughs) (laughs) No fun with the conqueror. (laughs) That's all right, though, because they've just had a lovely, lovely French lady, fresh from France, hop off the boat, didn't they? So that led everyone to be a bit interested. Um, They also weren't happy with the lack of decent baking ovens, good wine, and no printing presses, um, oh. and essentially no French culture in Egypt. <laughs> so they Strange that. <laughs> They're in Egypt. <laughs> that weird. So they set out to start making bread, wine, newspapers, and more French things in Egypt. If you ask me, why'd they bother going in the first place? <laughs> it was then playing a game of Vantoon. Vantoon? Vantoon. 21. Which is pontoon, or blackjack. So you're right, yeah. Thank you. That Napoleon and Pauline first met. Within days, their affair began. Oh, my God. Dun, dun, dun. How'd they get away with it? I don't know. You're the one with the facts. Ah, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it's because Napoleon sent off Jean Noel back to France to deliver a letter in a package, which is usually a three-month round trip. Oh. Send him off. And was that like, right, as soon as you're gone, Pauline. Cheeky Napoleon and his classic conkers. Oh, that <laughs> man. <laughs> For Jean But in a comical state of affairs. A conical. Comical. Conkical. Conkle. In a conker state of affairs. <laughs> um, the day after he left, his ship was intercepted by the British HMS Lion. Hey! <laughs> Get the Franks! The English captain was really confused when Jean Noel was telling him why they were off to France because all of his documents um, were either useless or outdated. Oh. So he, didn't, he just sent him to France with no actual decent package. They just wanted rid of him for three months. Oh, oh no. Poor Jean Noel. So instead of three months, it was ten days until he returned back to Cairo. Oh. During this time, Pauline and Napoleon were whining and dining, taking day trips to the pyramids, and while also shagging. Oh, <laughs> a lot. Okay, well, that's... Uh, well, They're having a lovely old time. Good for Napoleon. Him and his poor little tummy. Um, the troops ended up nicknaming her Cleopatra um, because of all the escapades they got up to in Egypt. Egyptian princess. Oh, that's dirty. <laughs> Um, Jean Noël came back to the house in Cairo to find his wife gone. No, no. <laughs> I'm not going to write that down. Like Harry Bates Potter. Empty. No, no, car gone. You could have died. <laughs> and you've been seen <laughs> by, by Napoleon's conquest. <laughs> <laughs> and he was livid. <laughs> he was beside himself. Oh, God. Because um, he found her at Napoleon's residence and demanded she go back with him. And she said, no. No. I want a divorce. I, I French, Dan. Oh, sorry. No. Je suis divorce. 
I am divorced. <laughs> God. So accounts differ for um, the response he gave to that. I so can imagine. They go from um, her getting water thrown in her face um, <laughs> to being whipped by a horse whip. Wow. Either way, didn't take it lightly. But back then um, in Egypt, you could get a divorce process in a matter of hours. And, um, so in a matter of hours, she became Napoleon's mistress. This also helped prove that uh, Napoleon wasn't a cuckold. <laughs> <laughs> Which was a rumour that was going around. And um, being a cuckold was way worse than adultery back then in France. <laughs> Napoleon, you fucking cuck. <laughs> no, I've got a mistress. No, look. mistress, stop oh, it. Look at Pauline. Fight me at dawn with my gunkers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like how we've just gone down this street of... Oh, Napoleon loves conkers. <laughs> <laughs> I will play conkers <laughs> till the cows come home. <laughs> what? There are three things I love in life. Bordeaux, women, and conkers. <laughs> the biggest mistranslation of Napoleon's life. Not Napoleon the Conqueror. It was Napoleon the Conqueror. <laughs> After two months, Napoleon left for Syria. They what? S- <laughs> What's he doing over there? Left her behind. Oh, not again. They stayed in touch, and when um, he, la- he next passed through Cairo, they rekindled the relationship. Um, but she moved on to Jeanne Doche You know. You what? <laughs> you know. <laughs> Jeanne Doche You know. Yeah, a French general and the first Duke of the Abrantes. Oh, um, it's a mun- municipality in uh, Portugal. Oh, lovely. Yeah. He got in a duel and was injured and went back to France. Oh, leaving her again. Fuck's sake. But no, she seemed like she had control of this because right after that, she then coupled up with um, Jean-Baptiste Clébiot. Jean-Baptiste, the, yeah. the, the piano player from, Jean. S- from Seoul? Yep, maybe. Oh, wow. Um, Jean-Baptiste Clébiot. Say his last name again. Clébiot. 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 I'm probably saying this so wrong as well. It, <laughs> Jean-Baptiste Clébiot. If it, if it were me and I read this, it's clever. Clever. <laughs> Jean-Baptiste Kleber. But you don't have any people in France going, Bonjour. Bonjour. <laughs> Bonjour, Monsieur Kleber. Come and salut-vous, mon Pierre. Conkers. <laughs> Qu'est-ce que c'est? Conkers. But she was was doing this all, like, for herself, not for men. Well, yeah, as she fucking so, showed. Yeah, but, but, I mean, you didn't get a lot of strong leading women back in 18th century France or Egypt. Oh. But like it was a really like she, she was the one who chose the men Good. she was the mistress for. She ended up leaving him and went to Brazil for some time. Then afterwards returned to Paris where she made a bit of a reputation for herself. Oh. Being a bit of a scandal in polite society Cheeky. is how it was described. Do you want to know how to be a um, bit of a scandal in polite society in France? Does it involve conkers? Actually, point three. Yeah, <laughs> it does. <laughs> Yeah, I wanted to know. Um, she dressed in men's clothes and smoked out of a pipe. Oh. She took her dog to church. <laughs> um, she sat outside the door of her solicitor's um, office reading the Paris Gazette. <laughs> what? She was a bloody menace. <laughs> um, and she became very close to loads of Russian aristocrats. <gasps> How close? 
Cheek like, to cheek. Close enough to make a uh, make her be a scandal in polite society. Oh my lord. But she also became a very accomplished woman. Um, she seemed to always have control of what she was doing. She frequently traveled to South America and became a timber and furniture dealer. What? Um, she collected art and was a great painter. She ended up writing three novels and she lived until she was 90 in an apartment in Paris surrounded by monkeys. Wow. Because of that, I love her a little bit. Monkeys. Just a monkey apartment in Paris. When did she die? Um, 90 years after she was born. When was that? Napoleon times. One second, I'll Google it. What was her name again? Pauline Forays. Pauline. Poor Pauline. Is that her name Pauline? Poor Pauline. So she was born on the 15th of March, 1778, and died on the 18th of March, 1869. Wow. So she lived a good life. Yeah. She, she got around. She got around. She... As in travelled around. And also, like, yeah. around Europe, around South America, she was the one who was making them choices as well. That's great. She just took her strengths with her, and uh, she made it in life. Napoleon leaving women in different parts of the world is kind of hilarious. It is. Do you want some more facts about Napoleon? Yes, please. Some people thought that Napoleon had a photographic memory because he could instantly recall loads of information such as troop numbers and map details. And how many conquers he had in his back pocket? <laughs> 17 and a half. <laughs> the half is when I lost. And the I one lost. time. The one single time I lost conquers. Never again. <laughs> um, apparently Napoleon's scared of cats. <gasps> Do you know who's also afraid of cats? Who? Um, Jean-Paul. No. Oh. Alexander the Great. <gasps> Julius Caesar. What? Genghis Khan, oh. Mussolini, mm-hmm. and Hitler. Wow. So, what, what do they all have in common? They're all scared of cats. cats yeah. And they're all fascists. And they're all really good at conquers. <laughs> <laughs> Conquer world championships. Yeah. <laughs> um, even though he was ex- exiled to St. Helena, nobody to this day knows why Napoleon died at 51. I do. He lost at conquers. <laughs> Life or death match. He couldn't live with, he couldn't live with he himself anymore. He used his head as a conquer because he ran out of all the others. <laughs> We have got uh, one final round. <laughs> it's it's all or nothing. Oh, <laughs> oh my head. Fuck. My le head. Le, my le head. <laughs> what? Um, oh. But there is loads to read about. Je suis out. <laughs> Je suis. Lot of pain. <laughs> I am lot of pain. <laughs> I am out. <laughs> le nook nook. <laughs> Le nook nook. Oh, I'm stunned. There is loads to read about Pauline Ferez, though. This is just like a tiny little summary of her and the love triangle she got involved with. Wow. Definitely have a look more into her if you're interested. But um, yeah, phenomenal woman. And I think phenomenal fact. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, I like that. Yeah, it was a bit of a. Or do I? <laughs> it was a bit of a different one, but I just thought that was a story that needed to be told. I feel like not a lot of people know about her. Yeah, no, completely. And she was just this eccentric woman who shagged about, got monkeys, and uh, was a furniture dealer and good at art and wrote novels. Good on her. And wore men's clothes. And wore men's clothes and was smoking a pipe. I love drag. That's fucking sick. Dan, ask me the question. Ah, oh, well, I've got to. Are you glad? I told you more about Pauline Flores. Yes! Yes, I am. What was that squeaky sound? It was, it was the... 
<laughs> Sorry. That's amazing. I I really enjoy that. A woman traveling the globe, being ditched in numerous places across the world. And no, then, no, no, no. Oh, it just, was it was Napoleon's first wife that got left in Oh yeah, true. Toulon. And then she only got left once and then left someone there to go to Brazil. Oh, oh I really I do enjoy it. I love a bit of history. I love yeah. a bit of history. I thought that was something we've not quite done yet. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of history we can go through. I've got a few more history facts to, plenty, to tell you another day. Plenty of aspects of history. I enjoy but that. I'm really happy to hear that you enjoyed that one. Two in a row. Two in a row. Two in a row. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to another beautiful episode, episode of the Tell Me More podcast with Matt and Dan. If you want to uh, follow us on Instagram, you can follow us on tellmemore.pod.au. <laughs> I think I'm a fucking genius for coming up with that. And send us in your facts as well. We're really keen to see what little facts you can send us. Absolutely. I'm getting sick of Dan just telling me all the facts he's looked out for. I want to hear some facts from you. You, Pauline at home, (laughs) with all your monkeys. (laughs) Tell me some facts, love. Oh, give us some monkey facts, Pauline. (laughs) But yeah, thank you so much for listening. And I hope to get your ears back again, please. Thank you. See you next time. Bye-bye.